Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. Sorry for the little bit of the hiatus. Um, just this was something I didn't um, wasn't intentional with, but I plan to get back on track. And anybody who's in ministry knows that it's everything's different, different, and you're still trying to get used to this difference. Still trying to be intentional with your students, with your leaders, with your ministry, and that's where I was at, and one of the things that fell through the cracks was this podcast, but don't worry, I'm getting back on track, getting back into the groove of things, so I I wanted to share something, a uh, mind shift that I've been having, um, a view of myself that I've been kind of changing over the past couple weeks. Um, I recently read this book, uh, vision Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt, and it's um, it's very much, hey, you need to develop vision for your organization, um, whether it's a corporation, church, team, whatever it is, small business, um, but it, throughout the book, I was really reflecting on myself and the position I have as a, as a pastor, right, and I think that that is something we all need to do is reflect on the position that we are in. Because I think sometimes what the danger of pastoral ministry or the title of pastor is, is we label ourselves just as a pastor. And I don't, okay, so before I go any further, I don't want you to think that, hey, your calling is invalid. No, you are called to do pastoral ministry. You are called to shepherd God's children, God's sheep, and that is an amazing thing. But what hap- why I think happens a lot of times, especially in student ministry, is we get through the routine and we go through the mundane and we just get comfortable. And that's kind of the angle I want to be at. And I was, I was listening and reading to this book and a couple other different leadership podcasts, like Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast, listen to Patrick Lencioni. Um the mind shift happened when it comes to the position, when I start to think about the position that I'm in. Yes, I am a pastor. That is what God has called me to. This is the calling I am stepping into that God has brought me into. But I'm not just a pastor. I'm a leader. You're not just a volunteer. You are a leader. You're not just a small group leader. You are a leader. See, the thing is that we are in positions to lead. That is an aspect of our pastoral calling is to lead. We are leaders. And here's the thing about leaders. Leaders lead people. So go out and lead somebody. As I'm starting to think through this, it it kind of opens my eyes to different responsibilities and different opportunities that I have. And as I was starting to think, what does a leader, like what does a leader do in the pastor role? 
I really came up with three different things that I think would help shift your mind to, or that view of yourself, to even more of a leader. And as I was thinking of what does a leader do, I, a, leader think, a leader does three things, in my opinion. A leader casts vision for their organization, for their team. So you, as the pastor, as, they, as a junior high pastor, high school pastor, lead pastor, whatever it is, whoever's listening, you cast vision for your team. You're the one who is saying, hey, this is where we are. This is what we're doing now. But this is where we're going to need to be because of what we're doing today. And the thing about vision is vision is very much, hey, this is where we're at at point A, but this is where we need to be at point B. There's not a lot, like immediately when you cast vision, there's not a lot of, hey, this is the X, Y, this is the nuts and bolts of, the, of how we're going to get there. But it's very much, hey, this is what we're striving for. This is the goal that we're trying to obtain. This is the goal that we're trying to get to so we're not complacent, so we're not stagnant as a team. So a leader casts vision. What I believe a leader also does, a leader serves. And I said this in an earlier podcast, when it comes to my team and when I'm asking them to do something, I'm never going to ask my team, never going to ask my wife, never going to ask my volunteers, my um, staff team to do something I'm not willing to do myself. See, a leader is a servant before they lead. A leader who doesn't serve, a leader who is not humble, is not a leader, they're a boss. We are called to serve. We are called to walk humbly. We are called to be a servant leader in our organization, in our teams, in our ministry, in our churches. So leaders they serve. And then a leader, the third thing I believe, recommunicates the why of the organization, the why of the team. And what I mean by what the why is why you're doing what you're doing. Your prime motivation, the thing that is driving your organization, the thing that is driving your team, the thing that is driving the vision that you have laid out for your team, your why. A leader casts vision, a leader serves, but a leader also reminds the team, hey, this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is why it's so important of what we are doing. And see, what happens when a team forgets their why, a team forgets why they're doing what they're doing, and they're no longer on board with the vision. But a leader reminds them of the why by constantly casting the vision, by constantly serving their team, by over-communicating their why. In in that book, uh, Michael Hyatt's Vision Driven Leader, they talked about um, when isn't communication enough, when you over-communicate and that that fine line, right? We don't want to feel like we're a burden to people. Um, He shared this quote from Richard Nixon, and it said, and I'm paraphrasing this, so don't don't try to uh, Google this exact quote, but he was talking about communication he has with the staff, and Richard Nixon says, when you as the point person get tired of hearing the same message you keep talking or you keep saying, that's when your team starts to finally get it. And when your team gets tired of hearing the same message, that's when the press finally gets the message. And it's a so on and so on, right? See, if you're not getting tired of communicating your why, I firmly believe your team will forget the why. 
And you don't want to forget the why because, like I said, it's what it's the reason you're doing what you're doing. It's that motivation. It's that driving force behind your ministry. And for some of us, we either need to, I believe there's two boats, right? We need to rediscover our why. We need to get the um, tires aligned, the tires rotated, get back on track. Or for some of us, we need to find our why. For some, we may have been a ministry for, we may be a ministry veteran, and it's just routine after routine. We got into the mundane um, rut of ministry, and we need to find that why again. Um, others, we are just starting out, and we're trying to get our feet underneath us, and we need to be like, what in the world is going on? I need a firm foundation. I believe outside of Jesus, like Jesus is number one. Don't hear that. Um, don't mishear me when I don't when I say that. But your why when it comes to being a leader is a firm foundation for your team. And here, here's the thing about a leader who reminds their team, reminds himself of the why. When you remind yourself of the why, when you rem- remind your team of the why, they remember the vision. And when they remember the vision, when they're living out the vision, they serve. And when they serve, they understand, hey, this is why we're doing. And I hope you see the pattern. When you cast vision, when you serve, when you remember the why, it's a constant circular, uh, cyclical pattern that just never ends. So guys, you are the leaders of your ministry. You're the point person of your small group. You're the point person that, hey, people are going to come up to you and it's like, hey, there's a situation. You're going to be the one who has that conversation, right? You are the leaders. So guys, start viewing yourself as leaders and not just a pastor. And guys, I really don't want you to theologically nail me um, to the cross when I say that. But guys, you are leaders and leaders lead. So go lead. Hey guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. We'd love to connect with you. Check out planetofjuniorhighministry.com. Yes, we have a blog and has a lot of different resources, a lot of different blogs where they can help equip you as youth workers. Maybe it's something insightful. Maybe it's something a little bit helpful. Hey, check it out. We'd love to connect with you on social media as well. Check out Planet of Junior High Ministry on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to have a place, if you want to have a community, search for the Planet of Junior High Ministry Facebook group. This is where we share ideas, encouragement, and where we come together as other junior high youth workers and share and collaborate with each other. This is a space for If you're a junior high pastor, middle school pastor, eighth grade small group leader, wherever you fall in the realm of junior high ministry, we would love to invite you into this group. Again, check us out at planetofjuniorhighministry.com and planetofjuniorhighministry on Facebook and Instagram.